what up, bitch? Oh my god. <laughs> Out the gate. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody to <laughs> Offbeat Opinions with Miles like and Jorge. <laughs> um this episode we're excited about because we're going to get into what friendships look like once you get older. Um, we also talk about artists who broke off from a band and made a solo career that we love. Um, we talk about female DJs. We highlight queer artists, um, which we will do every episode. And yeah, we hope you enjoy. Or I think we talked pretty explicit last episode, so I do want to point out that like this is like an adult podcast, <laughs> and <laughs> you should not be like yeah. having your kids listen to this. Just so you guys know, we are very explicit people. <laughs> Let's so. put a disclaimer out there because we were very like penis, vagina, vagina Girl. in the penis, sticking inside <laughs> me. Like we were yeah. very. <laughs> we don't even say vagina, honey. We just say pussy. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I was, pretty much. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I'm it's, like, it's I so kind of so... listen back and I'm like, maybe like, we just need to like say that, like, so y'all know, don't be calling us groomers, bitch. Put the explicit bitch. E, <laughs> I know, put the explicit E next to our, our episodes because, yes, yeah, but rate it all, whatever. Honey. I feel like we are rated R. Do you think we're rated R? <laughs> I feel like we're rated R. Like we would be considered just in general in life. <laughs> yeah, I think in general in life I am considered rated R. Just yeah. because I think I've always been that way. Like ever since <laughs> I was like sixteen, I have Damn. been. I know it sounds like Damn. young, but <laughs> oh my I think god, I, I think I've just been really sex positive like my whole life. Yeah. I've been re- like super sex positive my whole life, and I think anybody who knows me and like is close friends with me knows that they can just call me and be like yeah, yeah i tried this and we were on a swing just like explain the whole thing i'm like that sounds great like that sounds like it's so much true. fun I'm miles so has been you and your experience miles has been educating so. me you showed me coochie cream which is not well I it is your kind first of a dildo. cream miles did buy me my first dildo i forgot about that oh my god I and did. we named it after taylor Lautner. <laughs> We did because Twilight was really big. <laughs> oh my God, Taylor Lautner had every had the nation's panties in a bunch, honey. That was the era. <laughs> Taylor Lautner had us together, honey. He was choking us, or wishing we were getting choked by him. We were Team Taylor for. <laughs> We were Team Taylor a thousand percent for no reason, but yeah. but yeah, I remember we went to Deja Vu and yeah, I bought yeah, you your Deja Vu. for your birthday when you turned eighteen. So, <laughs> well, you know, at least we so waited crazy. till I was eighteen. Look at us, growth, <laughs> maturity, honey. <laughs> I know. In our, it was so weird. I don't know. If, I think I only went once or twice. But in another friend group that I had, when we all turned 18, like Mm -hmm. you would take that person or the group would take you to Deja Vu or not Deja Vu. um, Well, yeah, I guess it's called Deja Vu Strip Club. No, that's Little Little Darlings. Darlings. Yeah, Yeah. Little Darlings. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, we would go to Little Darlings. And yeah, we would go to Little Darlings and uh, we would watch strippers it was completely new yeah. 18 and you guys plus like 18 once. and over strip club yeah did we i feel like you okay. did and i was Were like you there why am i somebody here? got on stage and got motorboated yeah mm, 
No, I don't remember that. I remember okay. we'll bleep this out, but I remember Dylan Dylan getting a lap dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember Gloria got motorboated. Oh no, I don't remember Do you, that. I don't know if you were there for that. Yeah, I feel but like anyways, you were frequenting. So... I went once, and I made it clear that I had no interest in going to the strip <laughs> club <laughs> as a gay man. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, guys." That was really fun. Oh my god! <laughs> you know who loves the strip club? Um, just for funsies, SZA. SZA will go to the strip club and post a booty naked chick on her story, just twerking. She just loves. I don't know if she's like identifies as bisexual, but she just always says like she loves like the female body and just like fucking will just randomly like on a Tuesday just be in a strip club butt naked. Wow. Like, <laughs> Well, she won't be butt you know naked, what? If, if I had money, <laughs> you know, if I had the money to be giving to strippers, I would be in the strip club all the time too, <laughs> like just handing out cash. And like, come to think about it, when we went to the strip club when I was eighteen, we didn't give any of those girls money. We just sat there. That's what I was <laughs> I gonna like... say. I was like, I'm pretty sure our broke asses they have no money to give. <laughs> no money, bitch. I was like, I what can't give this stripper there? my money. I need it for gas. <laughs> bye no yeah i mean do you get enjoyment out of like just watching women i mean you're not necessarily a straight woman but like you are in a heterosexual relationship so do you get like enjoyment out of like a stripper just naked like we um i i think that it was like how do I say this? I think that if my friend was up there, I'd be like, go off. Like, that's so exciting or whatever. Um, and I think mm-hmm. if I was in, invited in a group to go, I would have a great time. Um, okay. I don't say those. I wouldn't say like those types of things arouse me. Like you said, I am in a heterosexual relationship, um, but I do identify as pans. Uh, pansexual, I feel like when you say pans, it's like, I don't know. Come on, pan. But I also am not like a label person. I know. <laughs> I'm also not like super a label person, but like everybody's doing these labels. So if you had to put like a label on it, it would be pansexual because I think growing up. Which is when you define pansexual? Pansexual is when you like somebody not for their gender, you like them for their personality and you just like them for who they are. And it doesn't necessarily um, matter whether they have a penis or a vagina or if they're, you know, non-binary whatever 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 Mm -hmm. trans whatever so you just like somebody because they match your vibe and your personality is the same and you can just be yourself around Mm -hmm. that person so that's i guess in a way if i had to identify myself that's what i'd be identified as because growing up like i was very fluid we were in um what's the club we used to go to crave Um, (laughs) crave (laughs) yes you know in crave when we were 17 16 17 just having a good time and i think i've always um, been really sexually or it's it used to be called escape it was like the bar where the karaoke happened and we would like yeah we were like legit 16 there yeah we were like legit 16 (laughs) vegas kids get away with it all baby We do. I mean, I know I definitely did. Um, But it's just, I don't know. I think I was, I've always been just so sexually fluid. And then, you know, I met my husband and fell in love when we got married. So that's just what it is currently now. So 
Yeah. What? It's a good What's time. your favorite like <laughs> strip club? Like, what is the strip club song that you want to hear when you're at the strip club? I want to do a back that ass up. I think my favorite trip club song would have to be like probably like a slow weekend song. Like a song by the weekend. Probably just trying to see like abstract art at the strip club, honey. She's trying to go to Cirque du Soleil, honey. I want that bitch to give me a performance. You better. I need her to perform for me. Come with the choreo. I want the choreography. (laughs) Yes. And the weekend girl, Miles is trying to cry with some pussy in her face. (laughs) (laughs) Literally crying at the strip club. Is that not a saying? Crying at the club or something? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so. Uh -uh. I try to be in my feelings. <laughs> at the strip club. I want to hear, I ain't even know, even know. So they call it to the stage and throw that ass, throw that ass for days. Or, um, I want to oh fuck him gosh, in the living no. room. By his children no, home. And my period I want to hear. And the... make him eat it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. That's a Trina song, okay? I don't know exactly what I, song it is. I want to hear, like, coming down the zone, loft music, what you need. Uh, that would be, Ooh. like, the weekend's, um, his 2012, or his 2012, his 2012, 2012. album. I know, I'm like, <laughs> his, 2012, his 2012 album trilogy, that's mm-hmm. what I want to hear at the at the strip club for no reason just because okay right, i would be I mean, in my feelings i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess that's, or, that's just you or, like what you like honey <laughs> yeah or um pour some sugar on me i feel like, like you're getting really excited thinking about all the songs you could be dancing to at the strip I, club I, <laughs> miles I, is getting so excited right now <laughs> i really am like if I was She's a stripper, like, Wait, I'd have a, a great set idea. playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a set playlist if I was a stripper, hands down. Like, oh my god, yeah, you because you have to give the the DJ your song. Ah, yeah, I wonder if they still use like yeah. USB, like the little flash drives, like you know the oh little flash gosh. drives that you everybody yeah, would have. Know. I feel like they don't. They probably just airdrop the song or something now. I'm not sure. To be completely honest with you, if I did not leave Vegas at 18 and join the military, I would have definitely done amateur night at Little Darlings. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Ass and titties out. (laughs) You're like, honestly, honestly, you're right. I have done. Honestly, I have done it. I'm just going (laughs) to. Girl, they wouldn't, oh. they wouldn't let my skinny ass up there, girl. Ain't nothing shaking but bones. <laughs> you got a body, bones. girl. Yeah, girl. Just rattling some bones, honey. <laughs> we are such shit talkers. If y'all only knew. If y'all only knew. And, and you know what? Miles is really good at painting herself as a professional girl. I am <laughs> just so know, she's shady. professional. I don't know what she you're talking about. She is so shady. About. I don't y'all, know she's what you're swears, talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> she fucking swears. Y'all, if y'all got the uncut, one day we're gonna have a Patreon and we're gonna upload the uncuts of these. <laughs> y'all gonna be like, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, I guess if you, yeah, if you really know me, I could be a little shady sometimes. <laughs> but it's not. I will say the good thing about me is like I'm not like shady behind your back. Like I will tell you to your face. True. So it's like, I give it both ways. If I say behind your back, absolutely. You're gonna, you already, you already know about it or I'm saying it while you're sitting across the table, period. (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes people just got to be reminded, you know, and when it comes with love, I think that is the best thing you can do for a friend is just be honest and just be like, listen, bitch, (laughs) like, even if it's Frank, like, even if you drop a couple F-bombs in there, to just have a friend that's like genuinely like looking out for you and gonna tell you the truth like yeah i think that's what's something a lot of people need and are afraid to kind of have it sometimes or they always want somebody to like you know sugarcoat it a little bit like ooh, don't say it straight up you know right <laughs> i think that now that we are crossing the threshold into our 30s um i just you i think that you just can't have time i don't i mean okay let me start over any age, especially just now compared to us, mm. I don't think you should have any energy for any fake friendships in your life. Like, you know, the weird thing <clears throat> yeah. on social media, you see like these groups of friends, like 20 people deep, like 15 people. Mm. I see these At groups EDC, of girls with like 10, 10 girls deep. It's like, oh, my friend group, when they show like the bridesmaids and it's like 12 of them. I'm like, how... Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a healthy, I want to know how that dynamic works, how 12 Mm -hmm. women who are actual friends don't talk shit about each other (laughs) or like, you know, actually all really genuinely like each other. Like I could say anybody that I am actually friends with and genuinely friends, I really actually like you. Like, right. You know, I may. And it takes a lot for me to like you like that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I may not always agree with something that's happening, but I'll say it. Mm-hmm. But just like I don't have that many friends, I think I can count my friends maybe on one hand, maybe two hands, and that's it. I don't need my fingers and toes, yeah. or I don't need my toes yeah. or anything else. I can two hands, yeah. and that's all the friends that I have because I just think as you get. <laughs> older friendships become more important because you start talking about not just surface level stuff like even you and me just Mm -hmm. within this year so much has happened between the both of us (laughs) i know bitch seriously (laughs) so much has happened between the both of us that it's like i don't have time to be in a superficial relationship with somebody like if i i want to be able like if i have a friend i want to be able to talk to them to be able to say the same things like my husband and I speak about, um, mm. I want to be able to call you and tell you, you know, just exactly how I'm yeah. feeling, just to get another perspective. So mm-hmm. value your friendships. Yeah, I, people. I don't I know how like... this got so deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to keep going. So, uh... <laughs> no, yeah, um, keep going. I, I want to hear, I want to hear your opinion. No, I, I was going to say, um, my offbeat opinion. Um, I was going to say, uh, 
a red flag for me is when um i see somebody who posts like their friends over and over but they have a caption like oh my best friend or like oh my twin or like oh this is the the best friend i've ever had or like they always have that like really like it is a positive statement to say about somebody i think they come with it with love but when you do it like for 12 people like you said it's kind of like wait are you all <laughs> like i'm like am i because then they'll post you and you're like fucking number seven and you're like wait am i even <laughs> like a friend or, or do you just say this to everyone you know so it's hard to yeah cross that line i think with friends like that but honestly that's vegas culture i actually had a friend that like would go would get on bumble or like whatsapp and she had like she would meet girls on there to like just literally go to the club with like not really be friends like it was so weird this i don't know if this is a vegas thing i feel like it is um but it was like surface level and it was just like maybe we're gonna go to a nice dinner because i got an i got a free outing you know through my job so i'm just gonna invite you and then we're gonna be two hot girls and I don't know if the goal is, like, to pick up men or, like, to get picked up, but there's that culture in mm. Vegas. And I feel like I had a lot of friends that borderline did become escorts, but also, like, just had friendships that just were not surf that were not deep like that. And I, th- I think it works for some people. Yeah. Um, But I, in my 30s, I do not focus on people that are not, like, you know, able to provide me, you know, support when something happens or you know not even support but just be an ear to talk to and i and feel like you're not going to judge me that's what i'm looking for in a friendship Mm -hmm. um i I agree with what you're saying um (laughs) i think it is important to have you know as you get older and you go forward in your life just to have more just have deeper relationships and more meaningful relationships because it takes a lot of energy to be friends with somebody like you said like Mm -hmm. that girl that you knew that just invites random or meets girls on bumble and goes out with them that's one thing but it's like if that's a superficial relationship i feel like that's a lot of energy for me because i'm like i'm the type of person where i'm like where are you from like what do you do for work you know what are the i know she like invited me out (laughs) I remember she invited me out with this one of the these friends and I was like oh this must be like you know a friend and then we were like eating dinner and I realized like they didn't even know each other that well and I was like oh because you know me like I'm also like you like I'm gonna like have a conversation and be like you know where are you from and she would be like oh my god that's where you're from and I'm like wait (laughs) so y'all just going out y'all are just (laughs) getting together and going out got it like I, I and you know what if you like it i love it you know i can't or if you can't come to my mom's house and do some cooking or if you don't want to come over and just watch a movie we're probably not that close baby mm-hmm. like we're probably not that close. and you know what that's okay we don't have to be friends with everybody that's something i learned as well because you miles knows honey miles used to read me down mm-hmm. i was friends i was trying so hard to be friends with everybody that i met doing everyone. a lot i was like <laughs> And I, st- I still have that issue. I think, no, I don't think it's an issue now. I think I've just turned it into like allowing my bubbly personality to fit into spaces. But I now I know how to like put the boundary up. Like we're not going to be like best friends. Like I'm still going to be goofy, uh-uh. But it's not going to be like me telling you my business and, you know, telling you everything. Right. I want somebody who is texting me like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm cooking dinner and 
sitting on the couch about to watch the show. Okay, I'm about to pull up. All right, come through. Like, that's my Yeah, friendship. like, bring like, a blind. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, come <laughs> hang out. Like, that's my friendship. But, like, with I know that earlier this year you had that challenge of kind of you didn't want to be in that box of I'm the gay friend at work. Yes. That's another, I'm the gay guy at work. And like, yeah, all the girls float to me and travel to me because they think, Oh, I can tell you all of my issues because I'm a gay man. And like, it's just fun, but it's your real life is not a reality show. And I think that, I don't know if it's necessarily because of social media, but it seems like they paint gay men to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we gravitate totally. towards you, or we feel safe towards, or like the gay everybody has to have work. a gay friend. And I kind of do agree, right. all women should at least have a gay friend. But I am not that friend. <laughs> In my thirties, <laughs> I'm maxed out. Like I, I have my girlfriends. <laughs> I've had my friends. <laughs> like it's okay if you yeah. want to have a gay friend. And you feel like you know, but don't pigeonhole me that because I'm a gay man right. who is like outwardly expressive that you feel like now you can talk to me any certain type of way. I mean, you know, and sometimes like you realize like you allow yourself to be treated that way, and that's what I needed to learn. I was like okay i need to make sure i'm not taking it to that extra level of like girl tell me everything because i do i did used to do that yeah Um, but i think now i know how to like be like whoa and i'll and i'm so honest like i'll fucking stop you and tell you what's up like i'll tell you if i feel disrespected and most and from my experience when you when you stop being the gay friend to that straight woman they're like, oh, bitch, we are not friends anymore. Like, how dare you, like, not want to be my gay friend? And I was like, okay. like <laughs> I agree. No, I, I definitely yeah. agree. I think that you have um, definitely gotten better at speaking up for yourself and not letting, sweeping things under the rug and kind of saying what's wrong and instead of letting it boil up, and then you're like, mm-hmm. boom, then you release it all. And it's like, whoa, what the heck's going on? You're getting better yeah. in being in the moment and be like, whoa, okay. Like boundaries have been crossed. So yeah. I think that's just all in the growing in the growing process for sure. You posted something on our story yesterday. I did. Um, yeah, we're Offbeat Opinions podcast on Instagram. So I posted. Oh, you posted um, a lot. Okay. I did. No, I posted a Tyler the Creator uh, snippet. He was talking about an artist named uh, Sampha, S A M P H A, and yeah, he was Sampha. talking He's about amazing. yeah. He, I love his. I loved his music. Honestly, this was the first time I ever heard of him. And really, yeah, I've never heard of him before. So when I saw, oh, no. I mean, I've sent you a Sampha song before. Have you? <laughs> I know that. Yes. He, um. Nobody knows me like the piano in my mother's hub. <laughs> um, he's also on um Don't Touch My Hair with Solange. Oh, he's what on Drake's um He's on Drake's 4422 song featuring Sampha. So I guess I have I have heard of him, but I guess I've only heard of him in features, never by himself. So, mm-hmm. which is this, this is exactly why, like, one of the reasons we started this podcast was just to find new music and talk to the music or talk about the music that we love. So this is great. So, yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard him before from Drake's 2017 album, When I mm-hmm. Still Like Drake. Ooh. Yeah. When I still- oh. 
<laughs> my god canceled we're done it's a wrap no i like drake some <laughs> i'm just being shady no i love him what you mean <laughs> i liked drake's honestly never mind album i liked that album i know a lot of people did not like that album but i liked it is his, that the housey album yeah his 2022 the one that oh, yeah. came out last year it, they have an yeah. under it's like it's dancey. I would say it's more like clubby and poppy, but I like that album. But, but Sampha's not on that album? No, he's on the 2017 More Life album. Oh, okay. He fe- he's featured um, in that one. He's on um, 4422. I think I will always be somewhat of a Drake stan. Um on, Just I, because... I agree. I just know... Like, the things that he has done, like... Sp- speaking of uh, his album more life like it starts with a song um that samples uh one of my favorite bands hiatus coyote and he there's another mm-hmm. album that he has where they, he starts with the hiatus coyote um uh sample and i remember like when i was into them and they like posted this photo with him and i was like what a weird like collab and yeah um, he's also drake has also sampled snow allegra like he's done some pretty cool shit yeah i think drake I... is a gay man at heart <laughs> <laughs> i i think i was a Drake fan because I was a Degrassi fan. Shout out to all those people out there who watch Degrassi. Uh, so I have God. loved our little Aubrey <laughs> since the beginning of time. Okay. <laughs> and then when he came out as Drake and released, you know, his first little albums, I liked his stuff. Take Care was in 2011, Girl. bitch. Take Care was bitch. it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the uh even before that so far gone where he fucking sampled uh uh santa gold i got to be yes. um, above. he came uh, out uh, 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 you don't like like he came out with such good yes energy there was, yes there was no choice but to stand right <laughs> right so i know yeah. so i guess in closing our drake conversation i know a lot of people didn't like honestly never mind i loved it and in yeah. i will I say that. that i didn't necessarily care for certified lover boy but i'm still a drake fan i've heard yeah i've heard of that before I, i've heard of that t- uh opinion before too like a lot of people didn't like that uh lover boy album um mm-hmm. also uh uh talking about his album honestly never mind that's uh produced uh by this dj name uh, a lot of it is produced by this dj named black coffee mm. if you guys have not heard of black coffee you should listen to black coffee you know coffee i i've seen black coffee and he performs here in vegas sometimes he's he's so good like he's just straight house music like mm. rave shit and yeah it's just kind of like a vibey zony Thing. and when he linked up with drake i was like okay what y'all gonna do yeah he's also on drake's 2017 more life album so get with the girls oh. also let's yes, segue into um djs so i was at the gym and Ooh. i wanted to listen to something different than my regular gym playlist that i have so i decided mm-hmm. to itunes is doing like a pride month for djs and one oh. of the i've never listened to i mean i will say they did have like the main stream djs up there they had like trixie uh-huh. mattel i've never listened to trixie mattel's trixie mattel DJ set. oh yeah, yeah. She DJs but oh <laughs> she does okay DJ also miles calls it <laughs> itunes she's talking about apple music <laughs> Yeah, Apple Music. I don't know. <laughs> iTunes Come on, is iTunes. You just had to have your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. 
Come on, old as hell. iTunes, girl. We're talking about Apple Music. Look, I got my, I got my Nano right here. Whoa. <laughs> wow. And who would have thought that like... would just turn into the Apple Watch? I know, right? <laughs> Basically, a Nano did just turn into an Apple Watch. Literally. Yeah. That is a good no, comparison. I actually like... never thought about that. It but it literally, literally is an lo- Apple Watch. That one looks like an Apple Watch without a band. <laughs> right. It completely does. I agree with that. Um, but I listened to Trixie Mattel because they had her set up there. And I like her set. It was really disco-y. Um, I wouldn't say like it was my favorite, but it was cute. It was cute for the gym. Um, who else? I listened to your favorite, Honey Dijon. I was going to say, Honey Dijon better be on there, honey. Yeah, I listened to Honey Dijon. Her t- her uh, 2023 Pride mix that she did with Apple was fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. If, I thought it was a good time. If you guys don't know Honey Dijon, she is a black trans woman uh, living, I think, in Germany now. But she's, like, from the New York is like she? club scene. And she, she actually produced... Um, uh, Alien Superstar by Beyonce in her new album because really? it was iconic. They had a DJ named Salute. Do you have you heard of him before? Salute. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh he was on he was on there. Um and I think I that's know. about it. I mean they have like a whole bunch of people. If you guys have time, go onto your Apple Music. I call it my iTunes, mm-hmm. but go into iTunes and um, look at the Pride DJs that they have that are featured this month. And do we know any of them? them because... where, where do I go? So I go to like radio or something? Oh no, oh, you go to radio. search. You go to your search. And then it has like all the genres and stuff. And then it's going to say DJ mixes. Oh. And then it says, Cele- then you can like scroll down. It says celebrate pride. And then it has tons oh, okay. of DJ. Yeah. DJ mixes. I like this DJ. Her name is Estee Louder. I love that because I use Estee Louder. I like that. <laughs> Ooh, and her first her first song on her set is by Christine and the Queen's girlfriend. And you know that's Ooh. my song. Uh, remember when I said I was gonna Girl, learn the choreo and I didn't? Oh, why is there a choreo? Is it like the music video? Yeah, the girlfriend music video for Ooh. Christine and the Queens is so good. Oh. Um, oh yeah. And her choreo didn't seem like that hard to learn, and then I didn't end up learning it because I'm not good at learning choreographed dances. <laughs> I tried to learn the um I was getting too much money dance that Beyonce did. You did though, and you did a really good job. Thank you. I me. actually love dancing. Like I love like um I, I love to dance. I'm actually trying to start taking dance classes, so we should keep talking about DJs. I feel like if you guys want to f- have a good like source to find DJs, my favorite thing to do is to find, or at least my old favorite thing to do is when I, I would find an artist on SoundCloud and then I would like find their likes. Mm. So like what they have been listening to or like what they like on Instagram or on SoundCloud. I know who the fuck uses SoundCloud anymore. Mm. Um, but that's like one way that I would always find like new artists or like new DJs. And then Boiler Room. If you guys don't know what Boiler Room is, it's a like a group of of mm-hmm. um creatives uh based out of london that um travel around the world and like have uh 
different DJs, really abstract DJs sometimes, um, ha- put together mixes and they'll it's my record goal it live for us to go. It's my goal for you room. and I to go to a boiler room set. It looks like so Hell much yeah. fun. Yeah, they're fun to watch on like YouTube and stuff. So, because I get, I feel like at a DJ set, I think it's if the DJ is into it, then I'm into it. I may not necessarily care mm-hmm. so much for like, I think, yeah. okay, let me say, I think what I'm trying to say is I may listen to a DJ set on iTunes or something like that, or listen to it on YouTube. Apple music. I'm like, uh, you know, app- <laughs> and I might not be, whatever. <laughs> I might not be that into, into it. I hate you. Yeah. But I think that like, <laughs> if I were there, in the club and they were doing the set i'd be into it i was gonna say i like when djs are into it too like i like when djs dance and like yeah. communicate with the crowd i i'm not prone if i if i like just saffelstein just comes to mind because he like will not talk to the audience he'll just literally his fine ass he'll just literally dj <laughs> and just like shut the fuck up and then just go and i'm like you know really? that's not one DJ that I'm gonna scream out to to see every, see him every chance I get. Maybe I'll see him at Coachella yeah. or a festival that I'm at, but I'm not seeking out just Apple Steve because I don't feel like he puts on a show. I'll listen to everything he puts out on Apple Music or like a mix, but I won't. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. I was gonna say, um, listening to music when you hear it on your phone or something like that in the uh, hearing it in the club kind of goes into our conversation about <laughs> where I get so upset because I listen to some of the songs that he sends me without like okay I really want to know <laughs> I just I just really want to know maybe this can be a, a, a outwardly public question if you guys get a song sent to you if your if your best friend sends a song to you just like hey girl I love this song what is the first <laughs> method you're using to listen to? Because I'm actually finding that most people that I have asked, because I've asked other people besides Miles, most people are listening to the songs <laughs> that we send you with so much love and care through your iPhone speakers. And I am really disheartened by that. I need, I am rallying. I am doing the activism. This is not okay. If you are not, li- let, me, I will let me be say- clear. If you are not listening to the songs your bestie sends you on good speakers or at least some headphones, bitch, don't come back to me telling me you don't like the song or you don't because you didn't hear. No, bitch. I need you to get the full experience, the full Lollary experience. (laughs) I will say to back that up, there has been some songs that Jorge sends me and I like listen to it on my phone. I don't put headphones in or anything like that. I'll just listen to it quietly up to my ear to just get like a quick glance of what it's like. You don't even turn it up, bitch. You don't even turn the volume up. I turn... (laughs) Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm just like... It depends on where I'm at. And so... So I'll be like, uh, you know... I'm not really feeling this one, but I looked at the artist and maybe I like this one a little bit better. But then once I'm in my car or once I'm at home and I put it on my speaker system or I put my headphones on and I turn it up and you get that bass and you get the musicality of it all, I get into it. And so if there is a song where I listen to on my iPhone, I'm like, ah, it's it's okay. I'm not really feeling this. But then if I'm like (laughs) cooking or something like that and I turn it on, I'll feel it. I'm like, okay, actually, yeah, I really like this. Because mm-hmm. even though I had to say it, Jorge is right. Uh, 
putting this on on a Period. speaker system or in your car <laughs> definitely enhances the experience of listening to the song a thousand percent yes so absolutely i will I say common, his picky like ass saying, is right think- about that <laughs> I was saying, like, I think most people do listen to it that way, just, like, off their phone. And then it's, like, how can you even... But it goes back to us talking about, like, active listeners or, like, engaged listeners. Like, in a world of unengaged Mm -hmm. listeners, be an engaged listener. Be a music enthusiast. Because a lot of y'all use these aesthetics to build your Instagram personalities. So it's like, you know, <laughs> sometimes like listening to Omar that Apollo so comes with like a certain aesthetic on Instagram. And then y'all be making mm. absolute statements like, oh my God, this album saved my life. But it's like, but did it really though? Or like, are you just saying that? Cause I don't think you actually are listening yeah. to the album. I'm like, I mean first of all can we just talk about the fact that peggy goo dropped a song for the first time in two years and i still fucking love her that was a good song day. isn't that, that such a was good song a really good song it was so fun and I she's really serving looks that. honey on the cover she said no more illustrations put me in a look <laughs> she said fan me off i'm hot 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 <laughs> That's a good song. I mean, she hasn't put out anything for a while, but to come out with that, that's how you come back. I completely agree. That's how you come back. So I really enjoyed Starry Night by Peggy Goo. Yeah, please just stop this podcast. Actually, don't stop this podcast, but go listen to it. It's called Starry Night. And then I Go. Write it down. Please go listen to I Go, bitch. Write this down. P-E-G-G-Y space (laughs) G-O-U. (laughs) <laughs> let me say it again oh, you you got the pen bay bay get the pen okay p p e g g y space put a space baby g o u it's worth it it's worth it everybody i also love this song by her i don't know if this is like a real song that she released but it's called hung boo which is also my grinder date from last week um, <laughs> uh but it's his it's called hung boo and it's from her dj kicks dj mix from 2019 mm-hmm. um and it's like amazing i love the cover too there she's just like in front of a bed and there's a tiger on the bed and she's just like looking mm-hmm. at the camera like hey um but yeah it's like my weird campfire music song that i know i, I was gonna to say I that remember, album yeah <laughs> I, I was remember like, I when you were like you were like i heard the little fire <laughs> I remember when you were like, I, I heard wanna... the, the little scream and it just, I busted out laughing. Let me see if I can play it. Can you hear it? Yeah. So earthy. It's just like, because she's so housey in this. I don't know, something about this song. Like, it's just so good. I have, we'll do an episode about our weird campfire music, but we we both have songs that were like, I don't know why I love this song so much. Well, I mean, I love this song so much, but I just don't think, I think we all have that song that like, we feel a little bit more than others. And that's one song for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't frequent in that album, but I do remember when you sent that to me, I was like, what in the jungle... (laughs) like searching through with a machete is going on (laughs) i know i definitely remember saying like i'd have to be high out of my mind dancing naked around the fire to this song because that is how i'll feel it (laughs) 
so yeah, that was our conversation about Peggy Goo. Please look her up. Support female DJs. Like, please support female DJs. There is no excuse why there's so many straight white male DJs. <laughs> None. Um, one album that I'm always like, I mean, a couple things dropped for me this week that I was very excited about, but one group that I know you don't know who they are, but oh. I always get so excited when I see them come out with something. Here we go with the weird band name. They are called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They came out with, um, they just dropped an album this year called Petro Dragonotic apocalypse it's like really long so it's yeah petro, petro dragonic Ooh. dragonic or apocalypse dawn of or dawn of a oh night <laughs> it's a lot one more one more time um, for the people in the back honey <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we should uh, go slow just... though because if somebody does want to like look these up like i want to like give them the option to <laughs> So this is their first album of this year. But so like last year, they released like, I want to say like seven albums in one year. They do, usually when they come out with one thing, yeah, they come out with one thing. A month later, they'll come out with another full album. And it's not like an EP. It's not like seven, you know, three, four songs. They come out with like a 20 song album. And then two months later, we'll come out with another 20 song album. And what's so great about them is that they're so diverse. They have a country-ish, like, folky album. They have a a jazz album. They have a screamo, like, hardcore album. They have kind of like a... I would just, like, say, like, maybe, like, an indie album. They have a lot of stuff, and they're just so diverse, and I love how one group can release so much music in a year and literally everything about every album is just so different it just Mm. everything about is just different and i saw one of the because i one music video that they came out with it's called iron lung and i think you should really go watch it jorge because the graphic design of it is just awesome it's beautiful it's just like very colorful graphic design is my passion oh my gosh here we go um (laughs) but it's just really really cool so i want you to to look that up all of their um all of their music videos are just i was gonna say they're just their art is really pretty i like the art on the album called polygondwanala polygondwanala (laughs) <laughs> i love that i love that art like i just love that cover yeah Ooh, do you want to talk about um michelle digiocello oh michelle indigilocello i said her last name right Ooh. i've been practicing <laughs> Ooh, she's been practicing honey yes clark county uh, yes practicing. <laughs> I didn't want to botch her name. Like I just, I just yeah, love CCSB. her so much that I just, <laughs> I cannot botch her name. Um, but I have loved her. So if you don't know, like if you've seen Love and Basketball, which is a classic movie, um, 
her a couple of her songs from her album Bitter is in that movie and that's the first time I ever heard of her when I watched Love and Basketball in whatever year that movie came out um but she has an album that came out in 1999 called Bitter and it is just beautiful like it's just a good album every song is just so smooth and her voice is just like a singing angel. She just sounds so good and so soulful. And my father listened to her a lot. Um, So when I saw, when I was looking at like new albums that came out, I saw that she came out with a, um, it's just like a collab album. It's got 18 songs on it, just of her and like Mm -hmm. a ton of different artists. And so far what I've listened to, it's just beautiful just a beautiful album and she if you really like jazz music like miles davis type of jazz music or even like louis armstrong um in that realm you'll really enjoy her so she's one of like those classic artists that my parents listen to and then kind of i grew up listening to the her because of my parents so now whenever she releases something i'm just excited to hear what it is because she's just such a great artist Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah she you showed you showed me her, her literally the other day like mm-hmm. i had not heard of this person before yeah. that or maybe i have and i just didn't realize who it was um but i love the song good good mm-hmm. a lot would you consider all of this album because i was like i was like what constitutes yeah because apple music called it all jazz. all of it is jazz like all of it top to bottom i would say jazz yeah i would say jazz okay for sure because it's like because okay. it's it's very instrument heavy um and mm. I think it has a lot of it has even though it has the vocals in it, but a lot of the songs mm. are very long breaks of no vocals and just like saxophone mm. or guitar or bass and piano. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's what really constitutes an album as jazz that even though it has a lot of vocals, they take that time mm. to where even if the song is like five, six minutes long, they'll have like a three mm. minute break where there's no vocals and it's just instrumental. And um mm-hmm you know those jazz tones so i would Mm -hmm. say it's definitely jazz i really like it another good jazz album is um gets and gilberto it came out in 1964 um, the girl from ipanema yeah that song is on it but just i mean that's probably i guess one of the most popular songs that they did but that Mm -hmm. album has so i only know that song or knew that song because Amy Winehouse did uh, The Girl from Ipanema. And then I was like, oh, who the fuck is this? And then I looked it up. Yeah. I love cooking to that album. It's just, I swear, it makes my food Mm -hmm. taste better. I mean, my food's Anytime I post, like, a song. You know when you post a screenshot of the song you're listening to on your story? Um, kind of like when we do our music dumps. Anytime I post uh, that songs, I, I get so many likes just from, like, friends. Because people just enjoy that album. And they're Brazilian. The Amy Winehouse album? Or the no, Stan no, and the... Getz album? Yeah. Stan oh. Getz and Joao Gilberto. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good. Um, yeah, that album. Um, oh, can we talk about Romy and her new songs? Yeah. 
Um, you wanna go so first? Romy is the breakout star, darling, from the the band The XX, which I kind of love. The XX was it just two both... of them, or is it just one of them? I think it's three of them, and two, two of them. I think all three at this point have broken off and done not broken off, but they they're still like a band. They'll still do albums together. Um, but the XX, like all three of the members, I think have all come out and done like solo stuff. Like obviously, Jamie XX was like super big. Um, in like 2014, 2015, still going. Um, and Romy mm-hmm. finally, Romy has been talking about releasing her solo album for such a long time. And she dropped, um, well, she announced it and she did the thing we hate where you announce the album early as fuck, but it's okay. We love her. We and, hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, we, she has a song it's called so love annoying. Her, number one, and it's so good. Um, and then Strong with Fred again, who we also love in this podcast. Um, and Enjoy mm-hmm. Your Life is probably my favorite out of the three. It's and good. Then, yeah. I love it. It's Your really Life. good. I just I just hate the fact that it's coming out in September. <laughs> right? Like, I, I just have it. to go through the whole summer <laughs> without it. I'm like, what? It's okay. I'll, I'll get to listen to it, like, in a cold or something. I really um, enjoyed yeah. um, Lifetime by her because, you know, when you sent me the song by her, I hadn't listened mm-hmm. to anything solo by her Wait, in, a, Lifetime? in like a really long time. Lifetime is from, tw- it's her 20, it's like a 2020 single that I really liked oh, once, okay. you, I don't... once I started listening oh, to her okay. again because I never, I'll send it to you. Where'd you find it? Okay. Okay. Um, I have not, I did not listen to her outside of the XX really. Mm-hmm. So to see mm-hmm. that she's, you know, coming out with something on her own is like kind of a new venture for me and I'm feeling it. So I am excited. I just hate the fact that it's not coming out mm-hmm. until September. So I don't like to think about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> i know right like just something? put it out of your brain no <laughs> like the song yeah. started playing. i just added it um oh what's it called they they um i don't know how they identify i believe they identify as she i'm not sure um but yeah romy is like proudly queer and like just makes like amazing like let's be honest music no i'm just <laughs> she's just like so <laughs> talented like she's just a jack of all trades and like also produces also like and i can just tell like she's kind of maybe agonized about releasing her first album for so long like kind of double guessing herself like maybe that's why it took so Mm. long but it just tells me that that album is going to be so fucking good like girl so I, i just feel like when when a st- when a when somebody breaks out of a band and makes a career out of them and they go this hard their shit is popping the fuck off. Like if if you're a breakout star like Beyonce bitch from Destiny Child, like and you really put your foot into like your solo stuff, uh you know mm-hmm. who else did that? Um Napalm from uh Hiatus Coyote. Her solo album was is like on repeat forever for me. Her voice in general is just so beautiful, whether it's in Hiatus Coyote or Insane. just by herself. It just is like really mm-hmm. one of a kind that mm-hmm. it solo in a band in a feature Mm -hmm. it just she's just like her music is just angelic it's like a a god gave her a voice 
like a Greek god Correct. gave her a voice. And she just is like... I also feel like she so doesn't... Beautiful. I don't know if this is offensive, but I feel like she doesn't look the way she sounds. Like if I was like to not know what she looked no. like, I wouldn't think she looked like that. You know what I mean? But I think she's amazing and she's yeah. beautiful. And I love her her ravey style and she's just very like deserty. Right. And she's so in tune with like native... Uh, native culture in australia i think she's partially uh indigenous um but she's so like Mm -hmm. forthcoming about educating the world about you know native uh or native australian and maybe aboriginal um culture to her Mm -hmm. music and yeah like her first the the entrance and the exit of her uh her solo album's called needle paw um the branding is just amazing on this fucking album i don't know if she has a hand in the branding but she just like it's not even just the music like she knows what the fuck it looks like too and maybe she has a graphic designer but i'm like this should just look so good but the the first song and the last song are um like um kind of like it's like a chant like of uh somebody like a genuine like native uh indigenous person that came to the studio and like she did like kind of like a behind the scenes of it but um yeah just like a chant like a native chant um the ending and the so start beautiful and, it's just beautiful and just so out there um who are we talking about though oh uh romy <laughs> yeah <laughs> we went on a tangent but i i'm looking forward to romy's album um and her solo album another yeah. i would say like just to touch on like another person who went solo who has just been so impactful in music and I think he's like glittered and probably almost a a lot of artists that we listen to is Steve Lacey he came out with his Gemini oh my god that's so true and the kids are into him now the kids are getting into him now like I see like everybody posting Steve Lacey I love it he performed on the Grammys, right? It was the Grammys. Was that the award yeah. show? Yeah. Oh. I wish I knew. And I wish I, I knew. And obviously, like we know him from like the internet and a lot of other I just love the Dark Red EP. That is one EP I will always take my panties off for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I just want to highlight him as somebody who we've listened to together in a band and then they go off and do their own thing. He's doing it right, right now. And I'm excited for everything he's doing. So yes. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank another you so much. week, another episode of, like I love to say an episode of where we talk about whatever the fuck we want and have a good because time. It's our show. <laughs> um also please leave us a review if you like us or maybe you don't like us you know that's okay too because if you don't like me bitch that's okay i like me so i was gonna say we can take constructive (laughs) criticism yes please like share comment like we said we have an instagram account it's called offbeat opinions podcast follow yes let your man know i'm single you're so funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yes, um, thank you guys yeah thanks and we'll, we'll see you next see you episode next bye